Hello, hello, and welcome back to this week's podcast episode. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard. Hi, Elena. Oh my gosh, hi. So as you can tell, we are joined today by a very, 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 very special guest. Very special. So special. So special. There's not enough varies and specials. I get no, I... Not to toot my own horn here, horn here, but I agree. Yes, and so today we have on the lovely Mia Duda. Hi, everybody. Brownie points if you listened to the first episode that Mia was on for. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a minute. I think that was our freshman year. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Mia knows what happened freshman year. Yeah, and you guys know some, too, if you listen to the episode. Yes, but anyways, little update now. Mia is now my roommate. Yeah, I didn't Yay. get rid of her. I didn't, like, kill her by now, and she didn't kill me. True friendship. We're living together. Except, little fun story, I did almost accidentally kill Mia. Yeah, um, Elena left the oven on for, Overnight. I think it was, was it seven hours or eleven? I think it was seven, because it would have been the time we went to sleep. Because I cooked yeah. food, and then we both went to bed. Yeah, and we both went to bed, and I wake up, and I'm like, Elena, <laughs> is it uh, like is it okay if I turn off the oven? It's on, and Elena's like, "I'm not cooking anything." Uh. And it turns out that she had left it on since the night before, and she's like nervous, and I'm like, "A fucking course, this happened." And I look it up, and I think it was like eight hours, <laughs> yeah, the maximum recommended time for the oven. So we're like, you know, you know, didn't hit that officially, was, like killing somebody. Time. I think it was like much closer though the eight. Yeah, I think it was like seven hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, something very Not like close. I was counting. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, that's a great segue into this episode. I'm so responsible. But hey, I haven't made that mistake since. Amen. For today's episode, it is back to school season. Woo! Yay! I'm actually excited. I'm going to be honest. Yes, because we're both nerds at heart and we love to learn. Yeah, and my learning this summer absolutely sucked. So I'm ready to have an easier schedule, scarily yeah. enough. <laughs> and we also love some academic validation. Of course. So it's back to school season. So Mia and I thought we would do a little goal setting session together. And we're going to write it out and talk it out. And you should sit down with us and do your own little goal setting. Yeah, we love you. We love when you're productive and accomplish your goals. We also love you even if you don't. Aw, yeah. Okay, so I feel like we should set three goals for the semester in three different categories, academic, physical, and personal. Oh, interesting. What do you think of that? I, this could go in a lot of ways, so I'm absolutely thrilled to hear how you're going to define these categories. Well, I guess it's kind of up to us. Academic, I figured, is just school. School, okay. And then for you, those of you that don't know, Mia and I are on rugby together. Hell yeah. So I was going to say a physical goal could either relate to rugby or, like, I'm also on volleyball, running, lifting, because Mia's a big gym rat. Let's go, games. So some type of, like, physical goal mm-hmm. that you want to work towards. And then a personal goal. Okay. Like, personal development, mindset shift, that type of crap. It's not crap, but you get my point. Yeah. So what do you want to start with? What's your category? Hmm. Well, since I guess the school year is fast approaching, and literally this Wednesday we have coming up, very exciting. Oh my gosh. Um, kind of terrifying, uh. but you know, <laughs> I wish I had my syllabus by now, but it's fine. So let's start in the academic category. So Yay! I don't know if you have any specific questions for me, Elena, but I'll start because I have a few for you. So 
Are you expecting any of your courses to be particularly difficult this year? No. <laughs> like, maybe, but personally, uh, at Fordham, for the business school track, they say that your sophomore year is, like, the most, like, bah, because you do this thing called the Consulting Cup. The Terrifying. big business challenge thingy that Gabelli loves. So once I did that, I was like, I'm chilling. Now I get to go back to normal life. And there's no oh, more yeah. cohorts. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, cohorts is when they put you with the same, like, 25, 30 kids for every single class. Ah. Yeah. And so from my understanding, it's more of a marketing focus now because you're a marketing major, correct? Yep, that's pretty much it. I got that. I'm going to dip into my psych minor classes. I'm going to take a personality class. Ooh, interesting. Uh-huh. And then I have a silly, silly philosophy class that I'm so excited to take. God it's bless not... the core curriculum, man. Yeah, I was like, it's not like it's a requirement. But oh, yeah. it's not a requirement? Is it not a requirement for It you? is. Oh, okay. It I was going to say, is. if it wasn't and you were still taking this, More. I would beat you about the head and neck. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, I mean, I'm also kind of in a similar boat as you with all of my difficult courses being done by now. Um, because as a science person, over the summer I took organic chemistry, which is kind of like the consulting yeah. cup of STEM students, of STEM students yeah. except you kind of don't have the chance to win anything you don't win you don't win you lose hours and hours of your time and you feel so deeply unhappy and then you get a grade at the end of it and the grade's probably not even that great because it's it's so difficult yeah it's not helping your gpa so i guess kind of for both of us the goals that we're going to be setting are more focused on how we can i guess best personalize our academic experiences rather than rising to their challenges because there's not too much challenge to rise to i guess I don't know. Who knows? Now that I say this, I bet one class is going to be incredibly hard, but who knows? Yeah, I guess so. We'll find out in like two weeks. All right. So I think I have my academic goal in mind. All right. Go ahead. Shoot. I think for now I want to do something where I don't have to spend as much time outside of the classroom. So how, what's a goal I can set that maxes, maximizes my time in the classroom, even if it's a crap professor? Interesting. How do I maximize that? I mean, this is such a cheating STEM major type of thing, but I think if you ask any STEM freshman who is taking both chem and bio, and they're at Fordham University in their core class, so they're either in philosophy or they're in Mm -hmm. theology, and, you know, maybe their professor in that class doesn't care as much, you'll see STEM students doing their other homework in other classes so that's probably that might not be the goal that you're looking for I used I did that in business school (laughs) (laughs) did you do it for your core classes in your business classes so were you the other way around um I think it would depend on what I didn't do interesting because some a lot of business classes is they lecture and lecture and lecture and in the end you just get a test it's basically a vocab test so you just memorize the terms at the end of the book in a Quizlet for two hours? Oh, Mia's about to lose it. Yeah, I, I wish that you guys could see my face in this because, oh my gosh, yeah. that sounds like, a, as someone who's like so good with that nitty gritty memorization stuff, oh, I would be, I would be absolutely killing it. I would be like valedictorian of Gabelli. Yes. Maybe I'll make a goal for myself to have my brain to, turned on 75% of the time or more in a class. Interesting. Because then, if my brain is turned on, I'm either paying attention to whatever lecture is going on, or I'm working on something different. Nice. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes, not all the time, I'm physically present, but not mentally. 
at the end of the day, they don't dive into your head to take the attendance count, so do, do they? So No. But maybe that's a good goal. Like, just kind of, like, zone out less. So maybe I'll write down 75% or more be mentally present. For me, I think it's going to be coming down to... I want to... Like, the reason that I took organic chemistry over the summer was yeah. so I would be able to take classes I liked the yes. rest of the year, just because it takes up so much of my time. So I guess my academic goal is to really engage with the material so I actually like it. So that makes sense. So better the relationships with professors and actually go out of my way. Something that I've done in previous classes that I want to keep up is reaching out to my science professors for mm-hmm. even just literature recommendations because it's a good one. I wouldn't say that I'm the biggest fan of like combing through a page and page long scientific paper filled with jargon, but yeah. there's honestly some really interesting research going out on there going on out there especially in my field of environmental science. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say try to very much connect with the material that I'm given and make it a personal experience for me. Um and, of course, the big one is actually trying to get into scientific research, which I'm working on and is in the works, hopefully. So everybody who's listening to this, please manifest a research position for me. I'm manifesting right now. Let's go. So hard. Okay, great. So do you think that wraps up your academic? It just sounds to me like you're just trying to make it pleasant. <laughs> yep. The, I have missed that for so long. Yep. Alrighty, so moving into the next area, do you want to do a physical or a personal goal next? Um, how about, I feel like a personal goal is a good one to end on, so let's do physical. Alrighty, so what are you looking to accomplish this year, sports or health body-wise? Oh my gosh, so I feel like I personally made a lot of physical progress last year. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't know, Elena and I both ran our first half marathon in the we spring. Did. Definitely could have gone a lot better for me because I had just gotten out of the hospital when Some I ran the race. Some circumstantial. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so I would love to maybe sometime in the future get back on that. But right now, I think my physical goal is going to be focused on finding balance because I hmm. have so much love for lifting, like the entire time that I was running, I, uh, like such a space in my heart was like, oh my gosh, I miss like just destroying my legs in the gym. (laughs) And like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's something that my body wants to do so much more naturally. But then I'm sure like I was running today for the first, like an actual long run for the first time in a bit. And I was like, this also is like very meditative for me. Yeah. And I guess just being very, trying to be smart with my scheduling so I can have time for lifting and for running and for rugby, which sounds very difficult. So I guess it kind of comes down to being Mm -hmm. responsible with the time that I have. Yeah. So like maybe like a little calendar, because I know last year you had a rough plan of what day was what. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Soleil. I like it. So just being able to balance all three. Yeah. I think my physical goal, and it sounds really, really simple, I don't even know if it relates to working out directly, is to simply sleep more. That is 100% a physical goal and directly relates to working out. Right? I am actually one of those people where when I get stressed, I don't sleep. And just in general, I have a lot of energy or like thoughts in my head, so I just won't go to sleep at night. Yeah. 
Trust, I understand the fucking pressure of that. Right? And then you lie in bed and you're like, I'm not sleeping. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be so tired. I can't do my workout tomorrow. Oh my gosh, my team. Uh, bah, 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 and then you don't sleep. Yeah. Uh, there, there's an easy way. The Actually, the way out of this <laughs> is not at all easy. It's actually difficult and terrible. Um, but if you have a mental illness, you can get diagnosed with that and prescribed medication accordingly. Um, but my guess is that's not your goal, is it, Elena? No. I don't know how I'm going to make my, how do you, how does one make themselves sleep more? Um, did you ever, tr- how did you feel with the magnesium that I gave you? I don't know if it made a difference Any difference? Or not. I don't no. know. Teach their own, so. I don't know, like, should I just, like, journal every night before bed to get the thoughts out so maybe I can sleep better? Should I, like, try and run myself tired Well, here's my suggestion. Ooh. You're going through all of these ideas right now, like, all of your, these ideas yeah. in your head, and obviously this is not helping you so why don't you make your physical goal be okay instead of i'm going to sleep more because realistically your sleep depends on so much more than what you do to make it better because Mm -hmm. it's just your brain chemicals that can tell you okay lights out okay time to get up yeah that's what it comes down to not just the things that you do why don't you make your goal be to i'm going to actually try and put genuine effort into these other into like trying new things to make myself sleep better Oh. So instead of being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to journal every, like, I'm going to try journaling every night before bed and this and this and this, whatever. Mm -hmm. Say, you know what, I'm actually going to just allocate this 15 minutes maybe before I start my nighttime routine to journal and then stay off my phone during my nighttime routine. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, I'll try try something something else. Yeah, it can just be a time to try and figure out the best way to help me decompress. Yeah. I think I'm just missing that step between we're awake, we're doing things, and we're resting and going to bed. Interesting. Like, as a listener, do you have that? Or maybe it's just a me thing. Mm. I don't know. Judging by the amount of people with sleep disorders, you are not alone out here, Probably Elena. Probably not. Or as my dad would say, he would be like, who cares if you're not sleeping? Just lie in bed quietly in a dark room. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, that might miss the point. I hate to say it. <laughs> I don't know. Alrighty. Well, I think I'll write down then... Just commit to trying things to help with a sleep routine or a nighttime routine. Yeah, I just yeah, like be open to trying new things and like if you, even if you're a little skeptical, give it your all. Like outside of that, it's not like sleep is something that requires a ton of effort. Yeah. So if you can just really put that effort into one thing for like two weeks, if if it doesn't work out after two weeks. You try something new again, and unfortunately, it might go on like that for a bit, but such is life. Yep. I think I'm going to try no phone time. I'm going to try journaling. going to try a warm drink before bed, even if it's just a warm glass of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll give those three a shot. Solid. All right. Wow. That's great. We Hooray. just flew through those first two. Yeah. Look at us. Okay. Last and most importantly, I think, is your personal goal. Oh, goodness. Wild. I mean... I feel like I, I think if freshman us could see us now, rising juniors, I know that I personally would be shocked to see where I have now. I'd be in a so positive shocked way. too. In a positive way. Yeah. Hi, cats. Oh my gosh. Oh, we now have cats. Let, can you say something? Yeah, and that's exactly what I was saying, right, Kiki? Yeah, Kiki, our cat, really hit it on the head with that. Yeah. She's a very smart goal setter. She is. She knows exactly what she wants. 
Her plan is to talk to us and to get pet every single day. Yep, and hog all of our attention so we can't do anything else. Yep. And I... make lots of biscuits. Good for her. Yep, she's going to make her. lots of biscuits. She's a good baker. Yep. Excellent. Best in the Bronx. <laughs> Anyways, do you have any like idea of what you want your personal to be? <sighs> hmm. I feel like I've noticed my personal life getting pretty, like, I guess, fractioned off into little bits lately, so, like, it's just, I have a lot going on in a lot of different areas of my life. I think Elena can relate to this as someone who's very busy, so sometimes I feel like I can get lost with, like, a lot of little personal connections, and Mm -hmm. this summer I've found a great way to connect to my friends to be through letters, Mm -hmm. so I guess just telling the people that I really care about that I do. Like, if That's it's great. through a long-form letter, if yeah. it's through a little love note on the door, which Aww. Alana and I both love. We pass love notes back and forth. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox, pencil box, yep. um, door, laptop. Anywhere. Yep. Cute piece of washi tape because we're both ca- crafty. Oh, You're yeah. Set. Oh, yeah. We love a good washi tape. And even if it's just, like, texting someone who I haven't, like, who, like, just crossed my mind for the first time in months or yeah. years. That's great. Because, I mean, there I've done that in the past, and so many times people are like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I that like made my day hearing oh, from you. That's so sweet. Because like, imagine if you, one of your like childhood or high school friends yeah. or somebody that you maybe fell out with, like not dramatically, of course. It's just time and distance. But yeah. they said, "Hey, I'm thinking of you, and I hope you're doing well." Just to hear that, even if for me, even if I don't hear back from the person, like that's something that. Yeah. Like, it's, like, kind of off my chest. Like, imagine if, God forbid, something terrible happened to oh that person. Gosh. And I found out, found out, and I was like, oh, oh my gosh, no. I didn't tell them. I, oh I cared no. about them. Like, life is precious. It's a classic Hallmark movie. Yeah, life is precious, so tell yeah. people that you love them. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, and that includes yourself. Oh, my gosh. Yeesh. Thanks. I love you, too. And you, listener, whoever's listening, we both yeah, love you. Yeah, that's such a good goal. I like that. Thank you. It means a lot. <laughs> I like your approval. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. There you go. Um, I think my goal is much different from yours. I actually got this idea of talking to Campbell. So Campbell's our good friend. Also, Campbell has a few podcast episodes. So you yeah. should You should go listen to those. They're great. We love Campbell. But I think that over the summer, over my internship, I spent a lot of time stressing over things that didn't need stress and attention. And Campbell said that my fight or flight was activated a lot when it didn't need to be. Mm-hmm. Like the Excel sheet at work, Campbell's like, your body thinks that's a tiger. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something I want to work on is deciding what's really worth true tiger energy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like not, I don't want to say like, don't stress out, but like trying to put things into perspective and be like, hey, Lena, like once this is done, like, yes, it is important and it deserves attention. But you do not need to be to the point where your stomach is in knots and you think it's a tiger. Yeah, I think that's entirely fair. And a lot of it comes down to having your support system there who's mm-hmm. willing to be like, That's Elena, a tiger. This is, like, this is a tiger or this is not even close. Like that is a dust bunny at best. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dust bunny. <laughs> Which I guess is also terrible for you considering your allergies. So, okay, I'm actually deathly allergic to actual rabbits and dust. Yeah, so that's actually worst of both worlds. So this is a tiger, not a dust bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just think like allocating an appropriate amount of energy and stress for certain things. Yeah, so just being... Like just check myself. Yeah, like when you are having those stress responses, just trying to check in and be mindful and be like, you know, is this something that 
my body is resp- is responding to in a way that makes sense. Because at the end of the day, your mm-hmm. body is just kind of doing what it what does, it, what it thinks it needs to. Mm-hmm. And if it's doing that in an inappropriate time, both of us, and I'm hoping that you, listener, do, yeah. have coping mechanisms to help cool it down a little. Yeah. And I don't quite know what those coping mechanisms is are yet, but I'm going to find out. Yay. The first step is admitting you have a problem. Okay, okay, 12-step. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so on that note, I think we're good. Like, I got three goals written down. Um, yeah, I was too lazy to write them down. I just wrote down woo and yay because I noticed there's a sticky spot on my pen, so I was too distracted by that to write anything down. Oh, you mentally ill human being. But it says woo and yay <laughs> on my paper now. Woo, yay. Yay! We're done. Okay. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and you will definitely be hearing more from Mia. Of course. I am so excited to talk to you guys as always, and I hope to talk to you guys again. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.